You are listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and anchor yourself to the one who controls it all. The best part of life is finding your people, people who will walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for. Daily inspiration, burning questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke. And I'm Peyton. And we are Struggling Beautifully. What's up, Struggling Beautifully podcast? It's Peyton. I'm here today. And today, actually, what I'm talking about is really prevalent in society today. And it's deconstruction. And I don't know if you've heard about it, but a lot of famous people who were professing believers or um, wrote a lot of intelligent books, um, about God and who have led a lot of people actually are renouncing the faith and now saying they do not believe in the things that they were preaching. And I think that's a very scary thing. Um, so like today, the reason why this has been laid on my heart so much is, uh, cause it's something that genuinely scares me. Um, it has scared me and it's been a topic of conversation for a very long time. Um, at our lead retreat is what we called it for our youth. We, um, talked about deconstruction, um, and about where it comes from. And then furthermore, like today I was just hanging out to my friends, um, and we were talking about it and we were talking about, um, I forgot his name, but some dude that like wrote a lot of really intelligent books is now posting on social media that he no longer believes, like he divorced his wife, like all sorts of stuff. And that's scary. Cause it's like, okay, well the people who are leading us, how do we know if they're really led by the spirit? Like, that's a scary thing to comprehend. Like, how does this even happen? Like, where is this in the Bible? Like, why is this just now happening? And all those things, if you're not in the word of God can easily, um, shake you as it should. It's scary. Um, but the thing is the Bible does talk about this. And so that's why I just wanted to bring it to your attention today because why it might, while it might seem, um, like common, or cool nowadays to find your truth or to find what's really true about the gospel or stay woke, whatever it is, we need to see what the Bible says about that person. That's probably going to be the main takeaway that you take, that you are taking away today is that I should be led by the word of God rather than comfortability or, um, feelings or emotions. Like I should be led by God. And so let's talk about deconstruction today. Um, we're going to start in second Corinthians 11, one through six, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read it. So here we go. Second Corinthians 11. Remember this is Paul writing. So I wish you would bear with me in little foolishness. Do bear with me. For I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as a serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super apostles. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, 
I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way, we have made this plain to you in all things. And one thing that I love about um, Paul is he also talks like, I don't come with lofty speech, but I come with the wisdom of God as plain as it is. So, let's unpack this a little bit. Uh, The first thing that I want to note is that Paul comes off and he's like, yo, like, I wish that you would bear with me in little foolishness. So he's already calling this foolishness, but he's addressing this issue. Um, And so when he's addressing this issue, he starts off with, since I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. And you probably say there, you're like, what do you mean husband? And what I think is really important uh, that Christ just kind of brought my mind back to is adultery or idolatry. And, um, in Ephesians, God actually presents the church in Christ as a marriage. Um, that's Ephesians 5.35, go read it. Um, but the relationship of God and his people is depicted as a marriage, which is also why I believe that we have marriage today to like further show Christ's love for us, that Christ is our first relationship, that We are married to Christ. And so what idolatry is, it is is preferring anything over God. And so even in the Old Testament, I find it very interesting that especially in um, God's revelation that he gave Ezekiel about two kingdoms, Israel and Judah, he um, portrayed them as two sisters, two prostitute sisters who were lusting over the Babylonians and the Assyrians. I think it's interesting that he uses sexual immorality or adultery to depict idolatry. Because if you connect those two, if I am cheating on my husband, that's adultery. I'm preferring... So what cheating is, let's just talk about cheating really fast. Like, what you were doing and what you were saying to the person you were with when you were cheating on them is... Yes, I know you love me, but actually you are not enough for me. You're not fulfilling me. Therefore, I'm going to go to this and I'm going to enjoy this because this will fulfill me more than you can. And it's it's preferring something over your husband. Well, that is literally what I told you that idolatry is, which is preferring anything over Christ. And that could be marriage. That could be friendships. That could be your pride. Literally, like, what this is saying is that you are preferring something over Christ. So where are you being unfaithful? What is is unfaithful about deconstruction? And I think it's interesting to note that within deconstruction, what is happening is that we are making our emotions and our feelings and our comfortability our idol over God's word. We begin to look within us and we begin to wonder why am I feeling this way? What my thoughts are telling me that I should do this, that I should fit in, that X, Y, and Z, whatever it is that you know is sinful. My mind says that this feels right, but is it biblical? That's the thing is something can feel right. Like there's a way that seems right to man that leads to death. So You see how deceitful your emotions are, and Paul even goes to further talk about how our thoughts and our feelings will lead us astray, but those are the very things that deconstruction is causing us to idolize 
over God and his word. So let's go back to the text. And it says, but I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve, I want to remind you, one of the lies that the serpent told Eve is that you will be like God, knowing good from evil. And I find within a lot of religion in itself of doing good works, of reaching nirvana, of going to heaven, of being a good person, it's all focused around what you are doing to be sanctified, whereas it is all about what Jesus did. Like, a lot of different faiths put the person on a wider scale. It magnifies the person and subtracts from God. It makes him the small, tangible thing that's easier to grasp. When in reality, we are minute and we are insignificant in Christ is everything. He's the beginning, the end. He's the Alpha, the Omega. He died on the cross. It's not about what I am doing or what I have done or what I will do. It is about what he did for me. And so when we are in this mindset of deconstruction, we need to remember what is deconstruction? What lie am I believing when deconstruction seems more desirable? And I think the lie that we are believing goes back to that, that one lie that even within Christianity, has split people off into different things. And I think it is the lie that you will be like God. And being like God feeds our pride that we can be in control of our life, that we can decide what we believe, that we can decide our faith, that you can control it all. But even the Bible, again, says there's a way that seems right to man that leads to death. That is the reality. So let's continue. So talk about bias cunning. Your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So the enemy's goal in all of this is to bring your mind from a submission to Christ that ultimately leads to salvation to being a slave to yourself and to your sin. So you are either going to serve two. You're either going to be a servant of Christ who wants your freedom or you're going to be a servant to your sin that leads to death. And another thing that this shows me was that my thoughts can be led astray. So why am I giving my thought life so much value over the word of God? Why am I looking at myself in a mirror? This is depart from deconstruction. This is just in general about your thoughts and thinking that I'm un, I'm ugly. I'm unworthy. I'm incapable when what Christ says is that I'm a new creation, that I'm loved, that I'm cherished. Like, you see that your thoughts in your life are not truth. And what is happening within deconstruction is that we are taking a thought and we are putting it into the world of my truth and what is true to me. And we are taking the opinions and the lies that are in our head and we are claiming them to be truth. And that is dangerous, people. That is so, 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 so dangerous because you see it is leading people away from Christ, ultimately leading them to death. And there's so much confusion in this because... When truth seems hard to swallow, because our mind is a war zone, we are going to deal with spiritual warfare. There will be lies of anxiety of you cannot do this, that Christ doesn't love you, that this is happening and this is happening, and you are easily deceived, but you can choose to listen to the words of God through his scripture, through prayer, rather than meditating on, my mind thinks this, oh, well then maybe that's true. Um, I heard one of Sadie Robertson's, um, sermons and she talks about the enemy hits you with two truths and one lie of like for example like I did very bad on my test today um 
I don't really like the outfit that I'm, we I'm wearing. I'm unworthy. And so you're saying, oh, because I didn't like the outfit I'm wearing, because I did bad on my test today, therefore I am unworthy when God says that you were worth dying for. That's, like, not the best example, but those are two things that came to my mind. But you see, like, two things that may be fact of, yeah, you didn't do good on your test, or yeah, you don't like your outfit, that you are unworthy. And you're finding your identity within the thoughts and the lies rather than the word of God. Um, so I want to bring you back to that. Continue on, people. So, so verse four, for if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super apostles. And I think it's so crazy that they say super apostles because I feel like in now times, like that is seen as woke Christians that I've heard a lot of people say, I don't know if I can believe in a scripture that was written like X amount of years ago. Like, isn't it dated? Well, no, because this is happening today. This little chunk of the gospel, it is happening today. It happened there. There's nothing new under the sun. Humanity is still the same. And the scripture is living and active and it can still be applied in our life today. It may be a different circumstance, but it is the same sin, if that makes sense. Um, and so what I think is funny is what these super apostles or um, woke Christians are doing is they are taking truths in the gospel and they are deciding to add to them or take them away in order to fit what feels right to them. Um, back in that thing that this way it seems right to man, that leads to death. Our desires have led us to eat from the tree. It has led us to walk away from Christ. And it is only by his grace that he saved us and he called us that we can now choose to follow him, to deny flesh and follow him. But what deconstruction is doing is it is causing you to, instead of going to the word of God and looking in this word to find his spirit, we are looking within ourselves and we are beginning to make a God in our own image. We are beginning to build an idol. We are beginning to say, oh, my thoughts say this, which we know one can be deceiving. We've already gone through that. We've already discussed that your thoughts can be deceiving in a real world sense. And we begin to idolize our thoughts and our feelings and our comfortability. And because this scripture does not make me feel comfortable and it doesn't fit in with society and what, what's appealing to them, then maybe I should not believe that anymore. <laughs> or maybe I could just deconstruct and add this and add that. But really what we're doing is there's a slow movement away from God. And you are arrogant enough that, to think that you can look within yourself. And because Christ lives in you, that, <coughs> that this is what God's telling me. And you're not testing that thought with scripture. You're getting the, the fact of like, oh yeah, I'm feeling something. Something in my brain is saying this. But you're forgetting that your mind is a war zone. One, the enemy is going to tell you whatever he wants. And God speaks to you, but he speaks sometimes very, very quietly that you have to listen really, really hard for. So in order to hear that whisper <clears throat> and to get clarity, you need to put on the full armor of God, people. You need to get in scripture. If you have a doubt, God encourages you to doubt. He encourages you to ask questions. He encourages you to be curious. Like he placed eternity in your heart because you were made for a relationship with him. But 
when you are going through this process of questioning your faith and questioning God, where are you going? Are you going to yourself? Are you going to your feelings? Are you basking in that? Or are you going to the word of God to find an answer? Because even in deconstruction, that's been something that I've truly been struggling with. And I'm like, I don't understand this, God. Like, do you even, do you even know that this is happening? And today I was literally flipping, I was going to James. I was, I, I came home from my friend's house and I was going to spend time in my room by myself. But I said, no, you know, I want, I want to sit here and I want to talk to Jesus for a second because this isn't sitting right with me. And so I pulled over. I was going to James and God stops me. I prayed for him to speak to me. He stopped me at 2 Corinthians 11. And he said, I have something for you here. And so as I'm reading this, I'm reading about thoughts. I'm reading about um, deceitful people. I'm, I'm reading about super apostles. And I'm thinking, all right, this fits everything that, that I'm dealing with right now. I My, my brain is confused. My thoughts, they're, they're deceiving. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. And there are these people who said they were Christian and now they're falling away. Well, aren't they wiser than me? Aren't they cooler than me? Like, maybe. Surely they know more than me. But the thing is, they are not God. Like, like you might not only be trying to find Jesus and find truth within yourself. You may be looking to the world and looking to worldly leaders to tell you who God is. You may be looking to this man on Instagram who's deconstructing. He may have impacted your life, but if you're looking to him to wisdom and not to God for wisdom, because I guess it's also a call to find truth within scripture within God, not just through other people or social media influencers that are Christian, like Sadie Robinson's a big one for me, Jenny Allen's a big one for me. They are still human. They are still sinful. And we cannot allow humans' sin to stain the image of God because God is not made in the image of these people that we're following. They are made in his image. And they're flawed. And so, when someone presents you with this lofty speech, I want you to realize that the enemy is very cunning. And he will be very deceitful. It might not just be in your mind. It might physically be right in front of you. But I'm telling you, when you are met with that idea, I want you to run to scripture. I don't want you to hide and isolate yourself and roll it over your mind. I want you to get into community and I want you to get into scripture and I want you to say, hey God, what do you have to say about this? Because the wisdom of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to those who believe. <clears throat> My throat's getting really dry. But um, the wisdom of God is going to shame the philosophers. It's going to shame all this worldly wisdom because it does require faith and it does require seeking after the spirit of God but the only place that you are going to find the spirit of God is within his son Jesus within the words that he has given you right here in front of you he's blessed you with this holy scripture he has that's where you're going to find him you're, you're not going to find him within yourself because you might mistake the holy spirit for your sinful spirit and once you start going down that path it is slow and it is painful and it will lead you to death so I'm encouraging today questions and word questions and community um and and just take god's word as it is like at the end of this it says even if i am unskilled in speaking i am not so in knowledge indeed in every way we have made this plain to you in all things 
the scripture of God is laid out in front of us. You don't have to be crazy good at speaking. I'm not good at speaking. I stutter. I, I like, I repeat myself over and over again. See, I couldn't find the words for what I was about to say. But the scripture of God is simple. To simplify this whole text, I would tell you, your mind, you're going to doubt. You're, you're going to be deceived if you lean on your own understanding. Two, people are going to be deceptive. They are going to put on the face of a lamb, but they are going to be a, what do they call it? A fox in sheep clothing or a wolf in sheep's clothing because you, you do not see their heart. Like Satan is very, very deceptive. He is the father of lies. So do not look for a human to do what only God can do in your life, I guess is what I'm saying. And take the word of God as it is, as already laying out for you. We're not to add, we're not to subtract from this word. Let scripture interpret scripture. If something doesn't sit right with you, find it in another scripture or talk to your pastor about it. Find some sort of guidance, but in whatever you do, lean in to these questions, but lean into them with the word of God at your hand immediately go into scripture because my testimony is I questioned if God was real. I did, but I gave God two months and I read scripture and he spoke life into me and, and I am now made closer to God because those questions will either strengthen you or run you away. We did this in AP Lang. What uncertainty does is it puts you in a place of vulnerability where it will either crush you or it will grow you. And if you take on the burden of not just sitting with those questions and answering them within God's word, within God's word, it will grow you closer to him. And it is so beautiful. I promise you it will. So <clears throat> I hope that helps you. Um, and realize that this is a normal thing. Like this has been happening for ages, people. Uh, but we need to be finding truth within the word of God, guys. listening to the struggling beautifully podcast we are so glad to have you join us on this journey don't forget to follow our instagram and our tiktok at struggling beautifully pod so you can see when we upload new episodes every monday as well as be filled with daily encouragement and scripture you can also leave questions in our dms as well as in a form linked in our instagram bio thank you again your host Peyton and brooke